This is the Move With Me podcast with your host, James Ramos of Ramos Design Build. Real estate with real people. JamesRamos.com. Interesting guests, interesting topics, all with you in mind. Move With Me is brought to you by BBMC Mortgage Tampa Bay for a loan that truly fits in a purchase or refinance. Here's James with today's featured guest. Welcome back. My name is James Ramos. You can follow me at JamesRamos.com or on Twitter at JRTPA. I'd like to introduce an incredible guest, Ed Taranchik. Welcome, Ed. Thanks, James. Ed is an attorney. He's running for mayor, as everyone knows. Uh, the mayoral race ends on March 5th, 2019. You can follow Ed at edformayor.com. And Ed, I wanted to talk something specific, okay? So I want to understand from a transit, I know you have a tremendous background. Let me brag about you for a few minutes here. So Ed continued his advocacy after leaving the county commission. He is a leading public figure on transit, frequently invited to speak at conferences on the topic across the state and affordable housing as well. As a firm believer in the notion that transit is one of the best means of providing opportunity to communities, especially in low-income areas, Ed has tirelessly pushed for community investment in sensible transit options. Um, In a singular effort, Ed rallied business, labor, and environmental groups throughout Florida in 2009, creating a statewide advocacy organization known as Connect Us, helping Florida secure $2.4 billion in federal funds to build the nation's high-speed rail trains, uh, you know, that are running or that should be running uh, between between Tampa and Orlando. And we're not going to talk anything negative or the reasons why that got botched. But tell us, Ed, you know, moving forward, um, you winning mayor. All right. So we're going to get in a helicopter and we're going to fly a few months forward. It's May 6th now. So tell us, what are you thinking about the, the biggest you know, transit options that you see over the horizon that's going to really impact Tampa Bay? Well, I think there's two really new, fresh trends, um, separate from bus or the other kind of stuff that we've talked about, um, that are that are major factors okay. that will change right. what we're doing. We talked a bit about the, the one earlier, um, but Brightline has proposed building um, – down the median of I-4, which okay. has been preserved for this, fast uh, trains that would run from Orlando International Airport to Disney to downtown Tampa. Okay. That is... And just tell us what, what Brightline is. Bright, so Brightline is a private company. They bought the Florida East Coast Railroad, okay. Fortress Capital, is this? so this is a privately okay. yeah, operated yeah, yeah. deal. Okay. They're not asking for... Right now, they're not asking for any public money to build and operate trains that will go 125 miles per hour from Orlando International Airport to a location in downtown Tampa. Where that terminal is is going to be incredibly important, and it's going to do all kinds of things (laughs) in terms of real estate development, and it's going to drive how we connect by transit, right? But the state has issued a request for proposals from other competitors that might want to do it as per state law. Okay, yeah. on, I think, November 7th, those proposals are in, and then the state would select a franchise. How many competitors would there be? I don't know that no, there will be, be any. Okay. No, okay, I don't think there's another private company right, in the, willing to do in the world funding. willing to do yeah. it. Without now, federal funding. Right, and they are already operating intercity trains from West Palm Beach to Miami, okay. and they are proposing to extend that system to... Um, are those high-speed or, rails? 
It's not high speed. They're fast. They're faster. They're yeah. fast. They go. Yeah. These trains would go 125 miles per hour. Uh, the, Are the tracks replaced, or is it running the, on the same? They're tracks? running on tra- tracks they own. Okay, so it's the old it. railroad model. Okay, and then they're also a real estate development company. So wherever yeah. they put the station, right. they're putting major new right. development. Yeah, yep. so nice. um, that's a proposal that's very inventive. So it's almost a means to getting there. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Figurative, figuratively yeah. and literally. Yeah. <laughs> so a means to getting this development done, we got to get people to the location. I mean, it well, sounds it, it, like it, logical it, common sense. It becomes a you know, the market follows access. Okay. So if you've got something that goes from downtown Fort Lauderdale to downtown um, Miami in, I think the travel time is 40 minutes. Okay. You can't mm-hmm. do that by car during the no. day, right? No. So the market follows access. Transportation provides access. The markets respect access. So value comes to where there's access. The other cool thing is a project that I've been working on, which is the um, Tampa Bay Ferry Project. I mentioned earlier that we have the worst transit system of any metropolitan area in America. By the way, um, it's probably not more than coincidental that amongst the 25 metropolitan areas with whom we compete, we have the lowest average wage. So wow. yeah. we need to move the needle right. on that. On, on that as well. But we are the largest city. How, how in, do you measure that as far as the transit? Like the measurement. Oh, it's so of the top. Uh, so you get the top uh, uh, twenty-five uh, amounts. Well, on on of the top hundred p- cities, right? We rank ninety-fourth in spending on transit. So Got how it. much okay. transit you put out right. on the street? That's right. why in, in in major urban areas we're the worst. We have the lowest amount, worst service. There's Got only it. so much okay. you can do, and okay. we're so sprawling. It's very hard right. to work. Right. We're also the largest city in America on a major bay that doesn't use the bay for moving people. And we're called Tampa Bay. And we don't use Tampa Bay to move to people. Move people. Yeah. It is free. Right. It is congestion proof. And anyone's been on the boat knows it's drop oh, yeah. dead gorgeous. Yeah. So I I've taken the boat from Tampa Yacht Club south of right. Tampa all the way to you know St. Right. Pete. You will beat anybody driving right. for sure. You for know, sure. to for sure. to downtown St. Pete and you wonder, you know, you scratch your head again. Well you know, well, I, I think it's a lot of time, you know, and, and a lot of the millennials and then how even the older generation, we've gotten so accustomed Ed, to, you know, not being burdened by waiting and things like that. Yet you look and you look at your everyday stuck life in and traffic, man. you're stuck in traffic. It's <laughs> So, you know, of the Cross Bay Ferry Project, I helped conceptualize okay. that and stand that up. And it's coming back this November 1st. Okay. There's just one boat going back and forth between Tampa and St. Petersburg. Mayor Kreisman's taking the lead on that to get the funding done. Last time, 41,000 people rode wow. that. It was amazing. Yeah, this time, awesome. probably 60,000. And how many 000. months over the course? It's for six months. Right? Okay. It okay. connects the two. And it's a boat from Boston? Yeah. That right. area? It's coming okay. from Provincetown Four. Okay, got it. Um, the other project's the McDill Commuter Ferry. And that's I, I put that project together with the county commission. That's an existing public-private partnership where the private sector partner is indicated to the county that they don't require state or local operating dollars to make it work. So no subsidies. Transit usually takes operating subsidies and uh, capital subsidies, right? right? Okay. So and what is the MacDill commuter ferry? It, it would go run from a location in South County okay. to MacDill. Okay. There are 10,000 people that Absolutely. live in South County. Yep. It t- faces an 
our trip yeah. around the top of the bay is yep. 13 minutes by boat. Fish Hawk, Lakewood Ranch. Oh, I mean, all the, there's so many people that field, burn up that. burn up Bayshore Boulevard. There, there you know, you coming there, from you, the cross town all the way, and that, then we're worried right. about. Right. You know, we feel like you can't have you can't have development on Bayshore, another condo, because that's going to impact so traffic. traffic. Yeah. And it's really not the fix. So, so the ferry right. can take literally thousands of cars off the roadway, absolutely for a cost less than resurfacing the roadway. So, standing up a ferry service, a wow, strong ferry a service analogy. from yeah. from South County to McDill. Mm-hmm is the equivalent, can be the equivalent, of building an entire new lane of interstate from there to make, to, to make deal, except it costs less money than an off-ramp. And it can be done instead of in three years, and if you, you could not even do the other, of mm-hmm. course, and the other would take 12 or 15 years if you tried. So like, there's two ways you can deal with our growth from transportation, right? You can build new capacity, widen roadways. The typical interstate miles now 100 million per mile and takes 15 years to do, mm-hmm. right? Or you can take people off our roadways by providing something that works. But for transit to work, it's got to be more convenient or cheaper than cars. And the cool thing about water transportation is it is congestion-proof and it can be fast. So these two things are, are on the horizon for us. Without a tax increase, it doesn't take much leadership. It takes a little vision right. and a little understanding yeah. that we start using our waterways. So here's what I expect at the end of my term, that we are going to have inner city trains running every hour between downtown Tampa, Disney, and Orlando International Airport. That would be cool. And Tampa Bay is going to have 24 to 30 ferries running all over the darn place. We're going to look like Sydney Harbor or New York Harbor or San Francisco or Seattle. And we're going to use Tampa Bay to connect the people around Tampa Bay to each other, to where they live and they work. Well, let me ask you this. So I know you coined the phrase go zone go and zone. also also hashtag places and spaces. But um, one of the things that, that we were talking about earlier, dockless electronic scooters yeah. i know that's huge in in san diego yeah it's to the point where they're wondering where can we put all these scooters it's amazing but tell me a little bit about so i'm coming down from a building right yeah you know coming yep. down and rather than going down like you know at your office yep. you have to go down right. and then go up eight floors to you know to Park. get your car and then go in a circle you know down eight floors yeah. to drive you know a mile or two <laughs> it's crazy it's like, if you live so, in channel side you so, have so, to commute so, to go to downtown so you hit the road and then we're, what are you going to do now right now we have an option of bicycles which is a great step toward you know toward movement and then the next phase you would say it's going to be a some range type of things of, yeah. no it's probably going to be some some um autonomous shuttles or driver buses and and it may be these little scooters and the thing about it is you want to make yourself open to any of these options, right? I mean, the <laughs> the silly electronic scooter thing two years ago didn't exist, and now in San Diego they're like seagulls on the sidewalk. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> they, people are dropping them off, and they're congesting things, and yet they've they've become a way of displacing this short trip. And while they've congested the sidewalks, they've decongested the streets because people aren't having to drive. A mile or two miles they're just picking up a scooter riding it 
and, and dropping it off. Great discussion. Great discussion. I'm here with Ed Taranchik. You can follow him at edformayor.com. We talked about Brightline, high-speed transit, ferries, and also scooters. scooters. We covered all the transit, <laughs> They're coming, transit baby. and innovation. You're an innovative guy. Well, we're um, going to be an innovation city. Absolutely. Right? So my name is James Ramos. You can follow me at jamesramos.com or on Twitter at JRTPA. For investment opportunities in the Tampa Bay market or to follow James Ramos, go to jamesramos.com and sign up for his newsletter. Call Ramos first to design, build, or furnish. Call or text 813-259-1111. Move With Me is brought to you by BBMC Mortgage Tampa Bay for a loan that truly fits in a purchase or refinance. Homes are built to bring people together. It's the place that families gather to create memories that last a lifetime. With that in mind, you want a builder who requires a design to reflect your expectations. Ramos Design Build is that company. They understand this concept, offer a concierge level of service, ensuring that you are involved in every step of the design build process. Ramos Design Build integrates the latest in construction technology, building you a home that will last for generations. Ramos has a portfolio of satisfied clients from its decades of service in the Tampa Bay community. If you are looking for a luxury remodel, a home renovation, or a custom home built from the ground up, contact Ramos Design Build at RamosDesignBuild.com. That's RamosDesignBuild.com. Hi, my name is James Ramos. I am a licensed general contractor at Ramos Design Build. When someone asks why I do what I do, I am proud to say that I help bring families back to the table. And when you partner with Ramos, we make your family's home dreams a reality. Ramos Design Build, construction, development, and renovation. A legacy since 1956.